This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, thank you very much, Stuby, and good afternoon. Beautiful afternoon. You remember all those afternoons where I said, well, kind of good, all that? Get my chair adjusted here. This is a great afternoon. I hope you're getting some gardening done. Happy and respectful Memorial Day weekend. I hope it's a good weekend for you, and I hope I have a chance to help you with your plant questions. Won't you please pick up that phone and give us a call if I can? That's my goal is to do anything I can to help you enjoy gardening to the fullest. It's uh, it's the wonder, most wonderful hobby in the world, and uh, I'm here to prove it best I can. So pick up that phone and give us a call. It's toll-free anywhere you can hear me at 888 888- 787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Call now, please, 888-787-5543. My job is to answer garden questions, running the boards and answering the phones and doing everything that requires any kind of brilliance is Mike Bass, my wonderful producer. Mike and I have been working together for, gosh, I guess more than two years now, and so well, treat him nicely, if you will, and uh, that would be especially appreciated. I want him to have the best possible day. Mike's had a rough week. He lost his cat this week, and Mike has asked me, I'm about to do the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. I'm a dog guy, so it'll be about a dog, but his uh, suggestion to me, and I agree wholeheartedly is look into pet insurance for your pet just as you do for your family look into that because it is available and it might make a big difference for you in in getting care for that pet as the pet ages we all need insurance and most of us have some kind of insurance on ourselves and think about that for your pet Uh, it it may save you some agonizing decisions and and uh, please do that I think it uh, is is absolutely worth doing that. And that message is brought to you in memory of and honor of Moxie, Moxie the cat. Today's today's SPCA of Texas dog is Willie. Willie is a a three-and-a-half-year-old mountain cur mix. Didn't know about a mountain cur. He is a playful pup who loves fresh air and taking in the smells of nature. Squirrels are his passion, watching them chasing them, sniffing their tracks. He just can't get enough of squirrels. He even has a stuffed animal that he loves to play with. Willie was transferred to the SPCA of Texas from Louisiana ahead of one of the hurricanes in October of 2020 with several other animals. That's a long time ago, and he's been there all that time because of the pandemic. While the SPCA of Texas doesn't know much about Willie's past, He's a a secretive kind of a guy. They think he'd enjoy a home with a talent for tracking, and he uh, would like to learn how to find your keys or the remote. (laughs) Willie is a very playful dog. He would love to meet other dogs in the home as well as kids 12 and up before making things official. Due to his drive to chase little critters, he will need a home without any cats or small animals and a fenced-in yard. While Willie is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese-Jones, I like this dog. Uh, The SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese-Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas, Uh, he would like to meet you. To request an appointment to meet Willie, please visit spca.org slash dogadopt to submit an inquiry. That's spca.org slash dogadopt to submit an inquiry. They also would entertain catadopt, spca.org slash catadopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Willie has been neutered, microchipped, he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he'll be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive. That's at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's a good way to start, spca.org slash findapet, and visit spca.org slash dogadopt 
or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about those specific animals. And Willie is spelled W-I-L-L-I-E, and uh, he is a great-looking guy. He's just got a big smile on his face. He posed for his picture, and uh, he is one happy-looking dude. So I hope we can get Willie a home and a home with lots of squirrels up in the trees to keep him busy. <laughs> He'll be very, very busy. So that's our SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week today. And that is sponsored by the great people at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They sponsor this entire program, not just this SPCA feature, but the whole program, both hours. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. And once they've helped you check off all the items on your list, they'll give you helpful advice as well so you get the job done right, quickly, and easily. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Miracle Grow Garden Soil for $8.49. Save $2 with your Ace Rewards card and pay only $6.49. Now, there's a limit of 60 bags, but that'll get you a pretty good start on gardening. That's just $6.49 with your Ace Rewards card, which is your phone number, your cell phone number. Simple as that. Grow a bountiful harvest with Miracle Grow Garden Soil, vegetable and herbs. Enriched with a blend of compost, plant food, and other essential nutrients, it will feed plants for up to three months. Ready to grow big, beautiful in-ground flowers? Trust Miracle Grow Garden Soil, flowers. Enriched with continuous release plant food, this soil will feed for up to three months. Meanwhile, moisture control technology protects plants for most over and under watering. It increases blooms and vegetable harvest versus unfed plants. It's for in-ground use only. Ace stores, that's where you get these great savings. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods looking for something really special, maybe a a small appliance or something. There are a lot of uh, tax-free weekend things that are available to you at Ace Hardware. Look into that as well and search it, and they'll show you the store nearest you that has exactly what you want. We went to one of my sponsoring Ace Hardware stores for something that was listed that way. We got it, and it was nice to be in Ace Hardware. Each of them owned by a member of the community, so we're getting help from people we already know, local experts with trusted advice that you can rely on. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. I'm Alan from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Traeger products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Alan, very, very much. And we're ready to get the program underway. It is as simple as that. All you do is pick up the phone and call. All the lines are filled right now, but as I finish a call... You can make a call. We'll have that line open for you. It's toll-free, 888-787-KLIF. That's 888-787-5543. Ed in Garland, first call up today. Ed, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How you doing, Neil? I'm well, thank you, sir. What can I do to help? got a a couple of questions concerning uh, uh, possible shade trees. I've got a metasequoia, a red Don, Don Redwood. And a, uh, a, a tree called a china fir, which is a hemming. Uh, uh, just if, if they're good for the area, just generally, what do you think? I would uh, consider them both uh, just uh, kind of experimental. Um, I haven't seen the, the china fir, Chinese fir. I have seen Dawn Redwood, and, and uh, they're very pretty, very graceful plants, but I certainly not moved to put them on any kind of a recommended list if you want to try uh, either I, I guess you could do that okay, i think there are other trees yeah i'd have to have a lot of room and, and want to be experimenting before i would try either one of them okay well i, I think that answered my question i appreciate it you bet thank you for the call we'll uh, come back we have a question about ely agnes then a question about saint augustine of all things can you imagine such a thing oh my goodness here they come <laughs> It's the beginning of the St. Augustine season. Let me tell you right now about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is my book. I have taken in the last uh, two days about, uh, let's see, what are we taking? About 600, I think, to the post office. And I have about 900 that I will be signing this evening. And all day tomorrow after I get off the air at WBAP and go to church. And then all day Monday. 
That's how Memorial Day will go for Neil. Um, and they will go Tuesday, and it will be about 900, I think, is the total that we have. That's That will bring me up to what I needed as of yesterday morning. And, boy, it's going to be so nice to be almost caught up. I may be able to get caught up from what comes in this weekend. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is the fifth printing, and I started out about 4,000 books behind, and I have been swimming against a strong current uh, since that time. Uh, But thanks now to grandkids who are able to help. We have some teenage grandkids, and they have really been pitching in to help me. And we got another shipment yesterday of four more pallets. And uh, that helps. Uh, it's just, it's, it's coming together. The book has 840 of my best photographs, 344 pages, 11 chapters, and it covers every aspect of landscaping and lawns, flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening for the entire state of Texas, every county. And that uh, means chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, soils, climate, all that. Chapter two, I've never put in any book, any, uh, any book before, and that is a calendar. Four pages per month, 48 pages of what you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray in your landscape and garden in that month. So you'll know what to do and when to do it. Chapters 3 through 11 are really detailed chapters. It took more than a a month for each one of these chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Everything you need to know is there. Like I said, 840 of my best photographs, more than 25 multi-page charts in this book. It's a hardback on high-quality paper. It was printed in San Antonio. So it's the best of all worlds. I think it's the best thing I've done professionally. And I allow myself to say that. I self-published this book so that I wouldn't have to answer to any committees for any publishing house. I had to answer to Carolyn Skye, my editor, because I asked her to be a very... I knew that she would be honest with me and she would box my ears uh, when I needed it. And she did many times. And I respect that. She's wonderful. And with Cindy Smith, the graphic designer, she is gentle and sweet and kind, and she knew how to put this book together. The three of us put this book in your hands. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It will be $36.95 plus tax and postage, but once I get caught up, that's what the price will be. But for now, you can still buy it at $31.95 until I get caught up. And that is satisfaction guaranteed. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon, and it will not be. It's only available from my website or by calling my office Monday through Friday business hours, this week, Tuesday through Friday. The phone number, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way to get it, though, is to order it online at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. 65,000 sold to date, not one request for refund. neilsperry.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. 
Okay, it'll be fun. All right, I think it's my turn to talk. We were chatting off air here. Let me tell you about Arborological Services. Boy, I'll tell you what. Trees, trees. If, if, if you, I'm going to personify this just all over the place. So I am now playing the part of a tree for this performance. And I live next door to the house that is served by Arborological Services. Their trees get the trucks and the people from Arborological Services. I'm sitting over here. And I don't. I get the guy with the pickup and the axe and the chainsaw and nothing else. He doesn't know what he's doing. And that's the guy who's going to climb my limbs. Oh, no. I am trembling. And I'm just so jealous because they get the best of service over there at Arborological Services House. These The folks at Arborological Services are so incredibly skilled. 41 years. They're in their 41st year in the business. They've won all of the awards. I mentioned last week that Steve Hauser, the founder and owner, in addition to being an Arborist of the Year several years back, he also has just last week been selected as Master Gardener of the Year for the State of Texas. Oh, my God. And that's, that's just not all the awards, not just those two, many, many others. And uh, Russell Peters, also the same sort of a thing. And Kevin Bassett, two other employees, Arborist of the Year for the state. And Miguel Pastanez, Texas Tree Climber of the Year, 11 times. Oh, that's who you want climbing your trees and working in your trees and the people, the crews that work at Arborological Services. It doesn't get any better. So call the best, 866-552-7267. Sounds like they're somewhere clear out of town somewhere. No, they're right here. All the work that they do is right here in the Dallas and Fort Worth area. They don't go out of town. They don't go to uh, Austin and Houston and all that. They do Dallas and Fort Worth, Dallas and Tarrant Counties, Southern Denton, Southern Collin Counties. That's their territory. 866-552-7267, arborological.com, Arborological Services. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Phone number 888, thank you, Scott, 888-787-KLIF. Steve is in Fort Worth. Steve, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. I bought your book, by the way, a new one, and I haven't received it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It won't be much longer because I've got those 900 to get done this weekend, and like I say, took 600 uh, uh, Thursday and Friday, so it's out there somewhere. Okay. I have a north-facing house, and I had uh, Japanese boxwood on one side and Ailey Agnes on the other. Ailey Agnes was probably 45 to 50 years old. And they didn't tolerate the minus two degree temperature. So there's a little life in them, a few shoots and everything, but they look they look pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my question is, is there a more uh, weather tolerant or cold tolerant plant that would be better placed? These are foundation plantings along the, uh, the front of the house. It's, so what I'm looking for is something four or five feet tall. The Ailey Agnes were good, but they had a tendency to want to grow up, you know, sprout up high. But, uh. Yeah, they do. Um, several things I'd, I'd mention to you uh, just in passing. Number one, foundation plantings. That's a term that came about um, about 110, 120 years ago uh, when houses were on pier and beam uh, uh, underpinnings. And they were up pretty high. The old neighborhoods will still show that. And we had to hide that with foundation plantings. Um, in the 40s, especially 50s, when the houses came down closer to the ground on slabs, no longer was that necessary. And so, But the term hung around, and people kept the concept. And if these so plantings this were... Th- pure, this is a pure and beam house. All right. All right. Cool. Well, then you probably would want something that would have some height and would hide... Um, as, as we got away from that term, we also got away from the concept of long straight rows of plants. So I would encourage you now that you have the opportunity to, to change the, the look of the landscape a little bit by putting in a curved bed that might involve two or three kinds of plants instead of just a long row of one kind. 
and uh-huh. and make it a little bit more natural looking so it doesn't just repeat the straight line of the house. Uh, some of the plants that are in the, uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to say three to five foot range, so that if you wanted to put something a little farther forward and and let it maybe have two shrubs deep, have something in the back and something in the front. Uh-huh. The best the best shrubs that would fit in that category, and several are going to be hollies because I'm a holly freak. I admit that freely. <laughs> Dwarf Burford holly would be four to five feet tall pretty quickly within within five years. You can buy them. Uh, most of that height uh, fairly affordably, maybe not this spring after everybody's gone to them, but but it's an outstanding uh, uh, mid-sized shrub, low to mid-sized shrub, dwarf Burford holly. Okay. Um, you could also use, um, a lot of people are using abelias. The dwarf abelias are too short for what you wanted. Uh, compact abelia is nice, but I find that it kind of tends to lay over a little bit. It it, it makes a, a nice shrub, and then it leans over on itself. I, I don't care for it as much. Glossy, well, abelia, a, I... glossy abelia will do the same thing that your Eliagnus has done. It will be nice at five feet, but it, then it will send out these long shoots. It will be too tall. What were you going to say? I have a hedge of abelia hedge about twelve feet tall between my house and the. There's neighbors. your twelve feet. That's exactly right. It is too tall, um, but some of the intermediate abelias might be worth looking at. A, a plant that I like a great deal that would be the right size if you ever could find it would be Italian jasmine, Jasminum okay. humile, H-U-M-I-L-E. It is it is so hard to find in the nursery trade you you'd have to ask at a independent retail garden center do you ever have could you ever find this plant for me i wish it would be introduced i grew up with it i have it in my landscape love that plant the nandinas are good and and uh, compact and standard nandinas uh, grow to 42 inches and 48 inches respectively and the the secret in growing nice nandinas is you must prune them in January every year by taking, if you have 100 canes in a bed, you take the 50 canes that are the tallest all the way to the ground. You don't cut them in half. You cut them all the way to the ground and leave the others unpruned, and that way they grow up and fill in, and you never see the palm tree look. Every, everybody, yeah. everybody tops the things, and they end up looking like palm trees. But that's those are great. That, I use a lot of Nandinas. Now, there are a lot of people out there about ready to scream at me saying, Neil, cedar waxwings <laughs> will die with Nandinas. They, they, can't, they can't digest the, the fruit. And I, I will have to guess that that is accurate because I see it on websites that seem to be credible websites. But... I do my pruning in January before the cedar waxwings migrate through, and so I have the fruit out of the way before that happens. So that's a non-issue for me, but I offer it to you as a comment. Um, okay. any, other, any chance the uh, Eliagnus would be, if I cut them back severely, that they will I wouldn't do it with or? those. They're too old. They're, they've lost their vigor. If you wanted to plant some more, you could. But since you plant, since those were planted, they have come down with issues with lace bugs, and, and some other things, and I don't recommend Eliagnus as much as I used to. Uh, right. there, are other, there are other dwarf hollies. Uh, I mean, when people ask me, what are some good plants, I, I start an inventory, and it takes a while. That's why it's kind of hard to do on the radio pro- on a radio yeah. program. But uh, the Carissas and dwarf Chinese and dwarf Yopan and, as I mentioned, dwarf Burford hollies are all good. Sea green juniper is excellent at five feet. It will get a little bit taller, but you can keep it at five feet. I think that's my list. Is Nellie R. Stevens would be too large? 12 to 18 feet. Oh. Okay. Yeah, if you want something that might be appropriate, then you'd go with willow leaf holly, but it will get uh, eight to 10 feet tall. You could keep it at six. Okay, I'm going to take your dwarf Burford and go with that. Yeah, I gave you the ones I, I really believe in. Okay. Well, All thank right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Steve, for the call. Appreciate it. Right. Okay, Bye. Rick and Hurst, stay with me. We're going to try to help you with the St. Augustine. It's a hard thing to diagnose. We're going to try because this time of year is, is a time when it can only be one thing, so I think that'll help. Then about three weeks from now, I'm going to be pulling my hair out on that one. Callaway's Nursery, fill your flower beds with bright hues of perennials, lots of perennials. 
Callaway's Nursery makes it fun and easy with their vast selection of colorful options. Plant a perennial once, you'll be rewarded with blooms that return year after year. Fill your flower beds or containers with your favorite or plant several varieties. Either way, you'll love the pretty blooms of your perennials now and into the future. You'll need big containers if you're going to plant perennials in containers because you have to have several perennials. They bloom for about three weeks, and uh, some of them will bloom on and on, but you'll need to have several different types of perennials in, a, in an area so that you have that full season of bloom. Shop locally this weekend. Save enough during the tax-free holiday. Nursery stock is tax-free this weekend. Let the folks at Callaway's explain that to you. Now through Monday, they're excluding tax on all plants and other water-efficient products. Listen to that. That includes soil, compost, mulch, and more. Have questions? Feel free to talk to one of their Texas-certified nursery professionals for expert gardening advice and tips. A better garden begins with better plants, and that's exactly what you'll find at Callaway's. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best in flowers, edibles, trees, and shrubs, all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. Visit any one of their, listen to this, 21 DFW open-air stores or order online. They even offer convenient curbside pickup. Go to Callaways.com to find a location near you. They have two new stores in Dallas this spring on Greenville Avenue and Lemon Avenue. Open Lemon Avenue is opening this weekend. Open seven days a week from 9 to 6 for your convenience. Callaways Nursery. That's life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. This is live. The border is a crisis. The bill is passed. Restrictions. The impact of variants are needing more vaccinations. At the top and 30 minutes past the hour. This, this, this is. This is real news and information. 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. Yeah, let's try my name again. Take two on my name. Here we go. Neil Sperry's Eat Gardens is back. And uh, it's been back for a while. But uh, it's uh, it's now weekly. It was for a long, long time monthly. And, boy, I said, I want to do it better. I want it to look more like a garden section people can rely on every Thursday night, right ahead of the weekend, so they can make their plans. So here's what you get in eGardens. You get a featured plant of the week, something that's very timely for that week, something that uh, uh, you might want to plant now to enjoy later, uh, but it needs to be planted right now, or maybe something that's in full bloom right now. So that's uh, that's the featured plant of the week. Featured question of the week is uh, something that is being asked of me everywhere I turn. And, uh, boy, that's pretty easy to determine most of the time. And then also gardening this weekend where I outline the things you need to do uh, for the next three or four days. So you can stop by on Friday. Remember, it comes out Thursday night. You can stop out Friday on your way around town and pick up all the necessary materials. That's Neil Spray's eGardens. There are always a couple of other stories in it. Take a look at it if you want to. You look at it right where you sign up for it, and that's at neilsperry.com. 75,000 people have been there signing up for eGardens, and I'd like to see you do the same thing. That's Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L, S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Same place you go to sign uh, to buy my latest book. And uh, you sign up for eGardens there. You can see this uh, past Thursday evening's issue of Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. All the best-dressed landscapes are wearing them. They're grand transitions between shrubs and turf grass, and they're comparative newcomers to Texas landscaping, mainly in the last 50 to 60 years. We're talking about ground covers, and this is a wonderful time to bring ground covers aboard in your plantings. We're going to outline some steps to success. Start by determining what you expect from the ground cover. Make sure that your expectations are realistic. In truth, the lowest maintenance type of ground cover will always be vigorous turf grass so if you're planting a ground cover just because you're tired of tending the lawn think again the lawn will be less care overall ground covers may eventually be less trouble but there's a ton of hard work in the beginning you need to have a real reason for planting a ground cover we're going to address some of those so be sure to stay tuned I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens my free weekly electronic newsletter sign up at neilsperry.com 
Thank you, sir. I've heard of that eGardens thing. I think somebody just told me about that. Let me also invite you to give us a call. We just emptied a line, and that number, call right now, please. Don't be telling me a day or so later, I try to call, and I never can get through. You call now, you can get through. Trust me. Trust me on that one. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. This message is about Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. I hope you'll get into their store and and just browse to your heart's content. It is a fun place to shop. Everybody in there is enthusiastic and knowledgeable about watching birds and feeding birds and listening to birds and loving birds. Hummingbirds, this time of year, hummingbirds steal the show. They are just so acrobatic and so much fun to watch, and they have those high-perch hummingbird feeders. They have other kinds as well, but the high-perch hummingbird feeders are wonderful. They are easy to clean. They are the best hummingbird feeders you have ever seen, and they'll give you tips on how to place them. We have uh, actually have three, only have two places now, and had a little tree trimming done, and I lost one of my my, my perch supporters. But uh, anyway, we uh, we always have a couple of high perch hummingbird feeders uh, in place so that they can dart from place to place, and you will enjoy watching the hummingbirds at your house. They'll give you all those tips. We also, right now, I, I have done nothing to attract them in terms of nesting sites or anything else, but they do. They have the things you might want at Wild Birds Unlimited. We have owls. We have all kinds kinds of things around. It's just fun to enjoy nature. We have lots of woodpeckers and they have uh, they have really uh, guided me on what to put in the feeders, uh, the, uh, the the soot feeders and the uh, peanut feeders. Oh, the, oh my goodness gracious. The uh, the woodpeckers, the red-bellied woodpeckers, we had a pair of red-headed woodpeckers, quite rare in the Metroplex. We had come to our feeders over the last uh, six or seven weeks, and and, and a lot of other uh, birds. Just, we love it. Wild Birds Unlimited. And this is all about the McKinney store. There are other stores as well, but this is about the McKinney store. They are store of the year, two years in a row. You're going to love this store. How do you find them? I thought you might ask. Well, I'll tell you exactly where they are. They are at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, H-A-R-D-I-N, in the Tom Thumb Shopping Center on the south edge of McKinney, just off the uh, the um, uh, Rayburn Freeway. Just easy to get there. I hope that you'll get there. It's a tollway, actually. 3001 South Harden Boulevard. That's Wild Birds Unlimited, WBU.com slash McKinney. It's a non-stop news cycle. What did happen on January 6th? Senate Republicans opposed the commission. Get to the origins of this pandemic. Given the intelligence community 90 days. The re-emergence of Memorial Day travel. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. We have had some weather events, and we're probably going to have some more weather events. And that's when you need to be thinking about, what do I have over my head? What do I have over my house? That's when you need to be thinking about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. These folks have been putting fine, high-quality roofing in place since 1986, a second-generation family business. Texas' premier roofing contractor, serving the entire Metroplex and north-central Texas area with the finest in roofing, now for all of those years, was that, 35 years, the experience of tens and tens of thousands of roofs installed. Composition roofs, you bet, they do all kinds of composition roofs, all kinds of angles, and they do flat roofs, for crying out loud. Not many people will, uh, not many companies will, uh, will say that on their website. Clay and concrete tile, metal and slate, new or residential re-roofing, they do it all. Hail or wind damage, they can identify the magnitude and, and the type of damage. They can fix damage. They can replace roofs. They do it all. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. No charge for them to go up on your roof and take a look. They'll tell you if you have a problem. They'll tell you if you don't. 972-562-5788. We proudly have a Wortham Brothers roof, and I recommend them highly. 972 Five six two fifty seven eighty eight 
wbroofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help in those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Mike. We have a full bank of phone calls. Let's go to Rick and Hurst. Rick, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Thanks for waiting. Okay. I have a uh, beginning of some yellowing in my St. Augustine, and it made me think of uh, an issue last year I had that I fought all summer long, uh, yellowing mainly on some grass that I planted the year before last. Uh, I put some nitrogen fertilizer on it. I put some ironite on it, and neither one of those helped. Finally, I did what I probably should have done in the first place. I took a patch of it to a nursery, and they said I had to take all root rot. And so they gave me some Disease X, and I did two different uh, applications of that. It didn't work. Uh, Finally, I tried some Canadian peat moss, and by that time, a big patch of it was completely dead. So I might have been too late, late, but... uh, what I'm trying to see is there's anything I could do now or be ready for this so it doesn't get so bad if it happens again this year. Right, you need to learn how to differentiate between take-all root rot and a, a problem called gray leaf spot. I'm very nervous about timing in, in what you just described. Take-all root rot will show up in April and May gray leaf spot will show up from late June through mid-September, mid-June through mid-September. It is a hot weather disease. Take all root rot is a cool season disease, cool moist disease. It's going on right now. This was more like in late June, I think I started the big Okay, let me me tell you how to identify the two. Let me tell you how to identify the two. And like I said, you probably heard me saying, oh my goodness, here they come. Uh, every, every where I turned last summer, I mean, it was probably 30 or 40 questions a week from friends, email Neil, what's wrong with my lawn at church, out on the street here. And my question answer column in newspapers everywhere, uh, Facebook everywhere. Um, take all root rot will cause both of these problems will cause the lawn to have Uh, yellowed areas when you look across the lawn. Just bear with me now for a second. When you look across the lawn, you'll see yellowed areas. The lawn doesn't look thrifty, like it needs nitrogen. So that's your first temptation. All right. And then you have to think about the calendar. Is this April, May, or is this summertime? Uh, uh, That's take-all root rot. I'm going to come back and give you the, 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 the real symptoms that will let you nail it spot on in just a moment. In the summer... You'll look across, it'll be yellowed, and you'll say, ooh, I better get some fertilizer on this. And you put it out, and it gets worse. The real symptoms are when you look closely and you pull up a runner of take-all root rot in April or May, you'll see that the blades are yellowed, and they may even look like iron deficiency, but it's not iron deficiency, and it's absolutely not grubworm damage. A lot of people are saying that. That's baloney, not that. They're not even active now. Uh, But you'll notice that the runners, the roots on the runners are very stubby and dark. They've been, they've been just, they're, they're deteriorated. They're not anywhere near as long as they should be. And they're very dark brown. They're not uh, that kind of a a glistening, uh, creamy white color. So that's take all root rot. And that is a spring cool season, wet season disease. Gray leaf spot, which then takes over in the summer looks very similar but when you look at the blades of grass you pull on that grass and it will be firmly attached to the soil runners don't let go and they have good roots but then you look at the blades and they have spots on the leaves and they are diamond shaped and gray brown about the size of a bb and you you and even the runners sometimes will have those gray brown spots and you say oh goodness there's the gray leaf spot that neil's talking about you will not see that with take all root rot at all zero and you won't see it this time of year yet it's it's a little bit too early for it to show up 
And this doesn't even begin to talk about chinch bugs that show up in the summer. People need to learn to look closely, and, and what people are doing, just g- generally speaking, uh, uh, Rick, is what people are doing is looking from the car window or from the driveway. They're not getting out and looking from two or four feet. And, and what we have to do is look really closely at the runners and look really closely at the blades, and then you can identify the problems. It's not easy. I have trouble sometimes telling. It takes me maybe two or three minutes of looking at a lawn to be sure that I'm identifying the problem correctly. But the, the good news is that, that what you used last summer, the, the fungicide, controls both take-all root rot and gray leaf spot uh, if it's applied soon enough but you don't want to put any nitrogen. Nitrogen exacerbates uh, gray leaf spot in the summer. It makes it much worse really quickly. And that's why you'll hear me say, don't put any nitrogen on St. Augustine after about the middle of June until early September. So, so if it, I uh, see any sign of it right at, as early as possible, I should maybe use my fungicide at that time? Well, I think what you're seeing now is probably take all root rot, and that would serve the purpose of what you just described. Well, uh, I barely have this. I'm really concerned about what happened uh, last year. did yeah. start probably the la- middle or latter part of June, so it does still sound like it might have been the gray leaf spot last year. And that's what it really, was. really was disastrous to my front lawn. It got a lot of it. So, Well, and I agree with you, but you also said I fertilized my lawn. Yeah, and when you do that, you're pouring gasoline on an open fire. That was probably my big mistake. That's well, the one mistake. Other thing, uh, that was not, seems more than coincidental. The grass that I had the problem with last year was grass that I planted the year before last. Nearly all of it was on new grass from the year before. Would that have anything to do with it? I don't think so. I think that was probably coincidental. I don't know that it's a variety difference. You know, I I don't I don't. I don't think so. And let me let me tell you, I lived this nightmare about 25 years ago, the same thing you've been through. Um, I had the good fortune uh, as a kid of growing up with a guy by the name of Dr. James McAfee. Jim was, uh, uh, Jim's dad was an agronomist at A&M. My dad was in range science. And we played Little League ball together. He's a year younger than I was. And his sister was in my grade, and, and we went off to college. He went to Purdue. I ended up at Ohio State. We ended up coming back to the A&M Center on Coit Road. We worked together. He is a turf specialist. I is a horticulturist. We had the same secretary. We quit the same day. He went with Chemlon, and I went out to do this. And uh, we, we were friends all that day. We've lost Jim now. He, he passed away five years ago, maybe. But Jim came to my house, and he said, Neil, you put nitrogen on this, didn't you? I mean, I, I, got, I got this same sermon read to me 25 years ago. I'm just giving you Jim's words. I'm not as diplomatic as Jim was. <laughs> but I, I know how you feel. You try all this stuff, and you think it's going to work, and it makes it worse. Well, at least I know a little bit better about the order of things. I knew nitrogen, I usually don't. It's, it's a May-type fertilizer, and after that, it's a different. For that reason, for that reason. And with Bermuda, you fertilize every two months all the way through the summer. And people say, man, I'm going to Bermuda. Well, it now is developing its own set of problems. We just don't have an A-plus grass. We thought zoysia would be good. Zoysia gets gray leaf spot and take all root rot. Give me a break. (laughs) Aren't you glad you waited on hold all that time for that? Yeah, well, I did learn quite a bit there in that short period of time, so I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you. All right, Donna and Denton, I'm coming back to you, Ron and Colleyville. Stay with me. Neil's phrase, Lone Star Gardening. All of that is written up in, in this fifth edition. In fact, the uh, fifth, not edition, not edition, fifth uh, printing of my book. There have been subtle changes all the way through the, the, the first four printings of the book where I would change just a few words or maybe two or three sentences. Hear me on this. Hear me on this. Two or three sentences for a 344-page book. Not enough to justify another edition of the book. And all of them, with the exception of correcting a typo or two, all of them had to do with what you just heard me talking about. Take all root rod and gray leaf spot. All of them. Every issue, I fine-tuned that. Only that. And so this fifth issue, fifth uh, uh, printing, has yet another change. 
And so that's the only thing that changed. People say, should I buy this? Only if that's your thing you need to know. But I just told it to you, and it's on the website, so that's the only thing that's changed. Fifth uh, fifth printing. Just uh, arrived. I got my second shipment of them yesterday, in fact, four more pallets. And uh, if you would like to get a copy of my book, if you have one of the first four, there's no need to buy this fifth printing. But if you don't have this book, it is the best work of my career. And, and I'm saying that not in a boastful way, just because I know how hard I work to make this uh, very thorough uh, presentation of everything I've ever written or said. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of lawns and landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs in those 11 chapters for every county in the state of Texas. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of critical gardening tasks. When to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And uh, so it's all in there. I sign every copy of the book before we mail it. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Never will be. Hadn't been. Never will be. They all go through my house, carry all of them to the post office in my pickup. And uh, most of them I push in myself. Uh, Sometimes I get some help doing that, but basically I sign every copy. I have 672 of them stacked up in my dining room right now. They'll be signed tonight all uh, tomorrow afternoon and all day Monday. That's my job for the weekend. And uh, my wife will, uh, I'll put them in boxes. My wife will tape them and to fix the, uh, let's see, I do the the address uh, labels. And there we go. Uh, Gretchen will come to the office and and print out the address labels. I'm in my office right now. And uh, that's how it works. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny that you spend on the book. I will tell you that we've sold 65,000 copies in the first uh, five, well, in the, in the five printings, and there has not been a request for refund yet. So uh, I, I think you'll like the book. I hope you will, and I hope you'll order it. Can't lose anything. If you don't like it, I'll refund your money. It's only $31.95 plus tax and postage. It will be $36.95 once I get caught up on this backlog of uh, books to sign. And that looks like that's going to happen by midweek this week. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Every morning I've gotten up thinking, oh, my gosh, I have another 2,000 books to get signed. Right now I have another 900 or so to get done. But they can go pretty quickly now because I have grandkids to help. They're out of school. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. The only places you can buy it are from my website or by calling my office. Office number, Tuesday through Friday next week, 800 752 GROW 800 752 4769. The better way by far is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship in person, inside, in person, outside online always all of these options can be found at our website sharingtheheart.org first united methodist church where the love of god is proclaimed and everyone is welcome thank you pastor tommy he will join us live in about an hour that'll be nice you know it is uh, springtime that means we've had a lot of rain most springs that means that soils are properly hydrated wouldn't it be nice if they could always stay this moist doesn't happen they dry out they crack foundation says yo where are we headed and all of a sudden the foundations begin to crack and that's when you find that your doors and windows aren't working the way they're supposed to they begin to crack things just go downhill that's when you say what is that foundation repair company neil talks about on the radio and that's when i say a little voice in the back of your head advanced foundation repair and that's when you remember that i said They've earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Wouldn't you like to be a a jingles writer and use that number? It's just so melodic. FoundationRepairs.com. FoundationRepairs.com, plural. 
And again, 214-333-0003. There is no charge for their inspection of your foundation. If you have a problem, they will show you what it is, where it is. They'll tell you what it would cost to have it repaired. And if you don't have a problem, they'll tell you your foundation is fine. They may suggest that you have a root barrier put in to keep some tree roots from heading any closer to your house, whatever. But uh, they have been in business a long, long time, and uh, they're all about ethic. And I have told you about them for more than 25 years. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. FoundationRepairs.com, 214-333-0003. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jablo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community and who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Bill, very, very much. Great stores they are. Please let them know you listen to the program and thank them for sponsoring. Let's go to Donna in Denton. Donna, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Mr. Sperry. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What can I do to help? Well, I have two questions. The first concerns a uh, pomegranate tree. It's a two. We planted it two years ago. It's probably about seven or eight foot tall. Uh, after the freeze, uh, all I'm getting are sprouts at the base. However, the branches are still pliable. I'm not sure whether to cut the tree down and let the sprouts grow, or just do away with it and get another tree. Well, you're not hurting, it, it's, that's totally up to you. You're not hurting anything by leaving the top growth there, the top, uh, browned, uh, uh, limbs there, uh, for a while to see if they want to sprout out. I doubt if they will. Um, I have an American beauty berry that I went ahead and trimmed a little bit because it was right in a line of sight and it just was unsightly. I trimmed it uh-huh. back by about a third. Um, and it is sprouting out now up and down its stems. Uh, it had some really good sprouts down below. Um, it was the perch for the blue jays that went to the peanut feeder, and I had seven <laughs> or eight blue jays that were constantly on it. And I just wanted to, uh, well, doesn't matter. But anyway, I was surprised at how late it sprouted out. Do whatever you want to on the top growth, but I don't, you know, if you have good vigorous sprouts coming from below, I'd let them do that. I, I wouldn't okay. rush to buy a new one. Okay. Well, I was considering whether I needed to leave the branches. I, I, it, to me, it's amazing that it's still pliable because we had the freeze a long time ago. I don't think it's going to leaf out. If if you okay. ask me, is this going to leaf out, I would say probably not. Probably. Tell you what you can do to have a better idea would be to cut one of them uh, that is not necessary. You know, if you have two of them that are rubbing side by side, remove one of them and and just uh, look at the tissues on the inside, see if they're green. It doesn't matter if it's pliable. If it's not green, it's not going not going to leaf out again. Hey, so. that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, now, you had a question on knockout roses. Yes. What, what is that? I have yes. about 10 seconds for the news. What, what okay, do you I, had, I had knockout roses about five years ago. Love them. Rose Rosetta got them. I'm wondering whether to replant them or not. I really love them. Yeah. Okay, I can address that as my question of the week after the top. You don't have to wait on it. I'll come back to that. So stay tuned. All right, folks, another hour coming.